episode 58, Fish Across the Ponds, a Marlins UK podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt, and joining me today, making his Fish Across the Pond debut, Worcester's main man, Alan Witts. Alan, how are we? Evening all. How's it going? You okay? All good. How are you? I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. Got a um, big rep to uh, all the lads aren't here and stuff like, so... Um... Got the barbecue over on one side, like the gnats there and everything. Don't, well, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Speak up into the mic. Don't worry about it. Don't be nervous. You're all, you're all good. You're in good hands here. Happy um, awesome to have you yeah. along. Um, I know you're a long, yes. long-time listener. We've met a couple of times as well on, on, right, on yeah. you know, UK shenanigans. So great to have you on. Looking forward to this. Um, so also making his Fish Across the Pond debut. It's co-host of Marlin's Barbecue, Alex Contreras in the house. How are we? Hey, Peter, man, thank you so much for having me here, man. Shout out to the UK for letting me get in here. I know that the Trump administration hasn't been the best, but my passport was allowed to get me here across the pond to talk about some Marlin's baseball, baby. Let's go fish. There we go. Oh, he's bringing the heat early doors from the barbecue. Whoa, if you can't stand the heat, stay out of the Marlin's kitchen. Um, right, rounded it off for this episode, and we're going to focus on, we're going pre-game, pre-Marlins Nats kickoff, all being well with the weather, we've got in the chief beer taster and man behind Nats UK, Rob Langley, back behind the mic, third appearance for Rob. Rob, how are we, brother? Yes, Pete, how's things? Everything's awesome here, mate. We're 99, we're 500 ball. With no yeah. players. That's what so. we like to hear. Great to be back. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Ah, you're always a welcome addition, mate. Um, before we get stuck into it, mate, let's just have a quick review of that, that, that beer you've got in hand there. Some sort of lager, probably German. Yeah, it's a German uh, Steinhauser, cheap one from Aldi's. Yeah, it's going down quite well. Love it, mate. So, How many more have you got? How many more have you got in the fridge? Uh, episode? There's another pack of six downstairs. So, yeah, we're doing all Good. right for those. But that will mean I'll have to uh, pop down to get them. Good man. Listen, if the mic goes dead, we know where you've gone. So, you know, That's it's all it. good. Um, just it. don't, just beware the hot mic. Um, there's been some, uh, some issues this week on, on hot mics. So, so be careful there. Um, Alex is drinking away something. What have you got in hand there? I'm drinking my local, supporting my local people out here in South Florida. I'm drinking that Cigar City Higher Life. Have you guys ever heard of that across the pond? The Higher Life, the Cigar City. I'm going to tell you what, man. You guys get a couple of these, man. You're on cruise control. It's like you drive a Tesla. <laughs> Love it. It's an IPA just looking at it. So that's solid. Mr. Witz, what are you bringing to this, this, this podcast? Well, I think I've got uh, tonight's a Hobgoblin Gold. Just starting off nice and, nice oh. and easy. And I've got a um, brew dog in the fridge. So. Love it. Well, be, you know, again, if the mic goes quiet. days. So, yeah. Oh, I love them. Love you them. Took a- Bottle to the head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Listen, this podcast could go in many, many directions very quickly. This is going to be a lot of fun based on, based on this lineup. Guys, appreciate you finding the time, firstly. This was put together relatively last minute, but that's how we roll. The show must go on. So what we have, what we're, what we're going to get into for this episode, we have got a little bit of a review from last week. Wasn't great. From a results perspective, there were some good performances mixed in, but 
the, the, the wins and losses were definitely not great. So we're going to have a little bit of a review on that. Um, and then we're going to kind of build up and lead into the Nats um, series, a five-game series with the Nats, including one doubleheader at least. Um, Rob's been out there with his hand out the window telling me it's there's storms coming and it could be raining tonight. So we could be doubleheaders back-to-back or a triple header. Who knows? But we'll embrace it. This is 2020 MLB. Expect the unexpected. So, oh, Alan Witz, let me come to you first, buddy. You're first up. Just briefly, if you can, just try and summarize last week and the Mets series, um, which was curtailed as well, actually. So we, we lost the game. You know, COVID's back. Um, but, you know, let's not focus on it. Let's just talk about the baseball side. What did we see from the, from the Mets series, mate? What stood out for you? The excitement sort of gone off a little bit. But I think one of the you know, usually emoji, emoji of the day and stuff, isn't it? And like all the week and stuff. And the bats have gone cold. I'm quite sure you brought it up yourself. Like, it's like they've gone cold. At the start, they were exciting. They were hitting it, you know. But one of the things that we've mentioned is that the base running's been really there. Everyone's getting really excited and, you know, you're not getting people on the base. The bats have gone cold. The running's not there. You're taking an yeah. arsenal out of there, you know, taking the string away from the bow, aren't you, really? So, well, if you want to play small ball, you've got to get runners on base, right? I mean, that was that was the well, thing. Just No one was hitting. That's what our players are there, aren't they? We've sort of built it around speed, haven't we? A lot, a lot of speed. Some, some old heads in there and stuff and the speed. But, yeah, that seems to have quietened down Yeah, just a tiny well, bit. So. What about on the pitch in front, mate? Because, you know, let's, you know, let's be honest here. There's been, you know, we've mixed a match. We've had to mix a match because of what happened to the rotation, you know, only leaving what was Pablo and Eliezer from, from the original rotation. But, you know, A, those guys have been lights out. Secondly, some of the guys that have come up, for me, they've done great. What about you? I mean, the names you've not heard of, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, how, how many names have you heard of really from that have stepped up some of them stepped up to the plate and done or stepped onto the mount and done the job or done as best as you, I think is expected of them you know it's some of the other sort of heads you're thinking alright like not to pick on him too much like Yamamoto appearance and stuff mm-hmm. you know he's I know he's not had a huge amount of experience and stuff like but he's come up and that was quite a bit of a shocker really wasn't it so it's not, not gone not going too well for him, but the bullpen, it's difficult for them to get rolling, isn't it? Putting it in here and in there, it's difficult for them to jump straight into it and, you know, get the outs that they need. It's not gone, yeah. uh, not gone to plan. Yeah, I guess, you know, it, it's, for me in general, some of these guys that have come up, they've performed well. Dan Castano, I thought, was was excellent actually. And, and Pablo and Eliezer have just been sensational. So, you know, can't, can't fault those guys. The bullpen, there's no need for us to beat on about the bullpen. Even teams that have not had any COVID issues, their bullpens are, are still absolutely dog shit. It's some of them. The things they say in this year, isn't it? All the injuries that people are getting on the bullpens. I mean, yeah, it's been very, I watched obviously different games, not just Marlins, because I'm usually in bed by the time the Marlins start. But <laughs> <laughs> amount of like injuries you've seen or some of the bullpens just absolutely go into, well, they've gone to shit, haven't they? Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's not just a, a Marlins thing. But, no. Um, well, no. The run support to help out the pitches, 
you know, so that needs to essentially change and looking at tonight's lineup, you know, fingers crossed. Well, let, let's not go, let's not get too excited about tonight's lineup. That's coming later in this pod. We're going to, we'll build up to that. Alex, oh, give me, give me your thoughts, mate. Give me your thoughts on, on that Mets, that Braves week. You know, not great results, but, you know, give it to me. Man, I can just tell you that it was straight frustrating. It was straight frustrating that we gave the Mets, literally, we gave them the broom. They said, hey, New York, come in here and sweep us. Mm-hmm. With all due respect, we've been keeping it together with a bunch of backup guys, designated free agent assignment guys. And, man, it's a miracle. Look at these Marlins, man. They gave you mad excitement after COVID. Oh, the Marlins came out two and one, and then they got stuck one week in the freaking hotel. Bob Nightingale didn't help the case. He said, oh, the Marlins went to a strip club. It was a bunch of bullshit, but whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about the New York Mets now that they were in Miami. They're not talking about that. They're, oh, hey, they went in the strip club. No, they're not talking about they went to the booby trap, but it's cool. We're not going to no, point no fingers. I'm not going to say my sources said this, and I'm not going to come, come on and say, hey, I'm not sure about it. Long story short, man, the Miami Marlins have kept it together amidst all the adversity, man. They've kept it together, like, during the good times and the bad. Like, we're doing it with a bunch of guys, like, that they're either single-leg ball guys or they're guys from freaking designated for assignment. Logan Forsyth, he's a guy that's getting a second opportunity. These guys, Hoyt, is getting a second opportunity. We're getting guys like Sixto Sanchez is going to get his major league debut coming to the Miami Marlins. You guys are not excited about that. Come on, man. Hashtag Noche de Sixto. If you guys are not, not excited about the next Pedro Martinez, what are you not excited about? We got a Brian Anderson coming on deck. Look, guys, I know that we started off super hot and now we're super cold. But the best times are coming, man. We got Mickey Rowe coming back. We got a Jorge Alfaro coming back, Corey Dickinson. Like, all these guys are going to get back right now that we have back on this team. These are way better than all the players that you can trade for right now during this trade acquisition, during this short season. Like, you can't tell me that we're going to trade for a better player than we're going to get back. Jose Ureña, he's a guy you can put in starting rotation, put in the, in, in the, in the bullpen. He can close out a game. Not that, not that Brandon Kinsley can't close out a game. Look, he blew a game the other day. He blew the game the other day. And you know what? I forgive you, Brandon. You know why? Because I've never heard of a Marlins closer, a Marlins bullpen reliever in his hotel room doing bullpen sessions against Mattress. Tell me that, Peter. Listen, I've never heard of that either. But, I mean, this is 2020 baseball. We've got Mattress work. We've got Caleb Smith working on his on his change up with it in a sock i mean normally there's other things going on in hotel rooms with socks on your hand i mean you know it's <laughs> the only thing that really you know what really grinds my gears man with all due respect i love don mattingly he's a great manager and everything but i don't freaking understand what the hell is brian anderson doing batting in the five hole out of all the lineups we've had we have a single different lineup every single game during this this season what 19 games into the 60 game season Brian Anderson has been the only stamp. He's been the number five hole hitter all freaking year. Why can't we move Brian Anderson up to the three hole? Why do we have a Francisco Cerebelli batting number three right now? 
all due respect, I love Francisco Cerevelli, Cerevelli Dale. Thank you so much for signing with the Marlins. My guy, he hit a freaking three-year home run and everything in the ninth inning with two outs. How do you know I love that guy? The, the, <laughs> the, the, the energy he brings, everything he does. Humberto Mejia made his opening day, like he made his debut. He gave him a slap on the, he gave him a slap on the butt. He said, hey, good job, kid. He did a good old job. And like, that's the energy you love. He brings that energy like Jose Fernandez did. And like, thank you, Cerevelli. But there is no way that Don Mattingly is looking at Francisco Cerevelli the way Jack McKean look at it, Pudge Rodriguez. There's no way. Fair call. Listen, what I want to ask you now, of these COVID guys, the COVID squad, I'm going to call them that, right? The 18 guys that came in, maybe even more than 18, because a few have then gone on to the IL after it, the actual um, IL, let's say. Who, who of, these, of these guys have you been most impressed with? And equally, on the flip side, who have you really not enjoyed seeing? So who's been good and who's been bad from the COVID squad? Oh, man. Like, in particular, <laughs> this whole situation has just been absurd. Mm-hmm. It's been very, very crazy. Um, I can tell you that I've enjoyed watching new guys that I didn't expect, like a James Hoyt, come and join our team out of nowhere. It's like, who the hell is James Hoyt? Yeah. Oh, he got released by the Cleveland Indians. But look at him. He's getting a couple outs for the Marlins. He's doing a good job. Don Mattingly didn't know who the hell he was. I didn't know who the hell he was. A lot of Marlins Nation didn't know who he was. But look at him. He's doing a good job. And coincidentally, we got a, a Josh D. Smith. We got a Josh B. Smith. And it's like, yo, Josh, man, just give him the ball. Mr. Smith, go out there and get some outs for us, man. Really, at the end of the day, man, it's a miracle what the Marlins front office has been able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, tip of the cap to Mike Hill, the front office, Gary Denbo. Like, all these guys that have been able to put these guys together on the squad, a major league squad. Look at the St. Louis Cardinals, man. This is a team right now that's not going to even be able to complete the whole season. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. We went 2-1. and one. We lost a team for a whole week, and the Marlins are back. And, and for us to be at 500 right now, it's a freaking miracle. And the best is yet to come because of the reinforcements. The reinforcements we're getting, you couldn't trade for these guys, bro. Sandy Alcantara, Jorge Alfaro, Mickey Rowe. Can I keep going? Yeah, you got keep some going. games. You got some names. Keep going. Keep rolling with them. Sixto Sanchez. No, no, the Sixto. Jesus Sanchez. Like, oh, my God. These guys are just like, oh, we're on the way up. It's like I'm in the express lane to success right now. And out of the 29, 29 of the 30 baseball Major League Baseball teams, they wish they had the pitching that we had because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, pitching wins freaking championships. Shout mm-hmm. out to Mr. Eddie Alvarez, who just had a seed. The guy's a silver freaking medal award winner. He should be a gold. He's freaking crazy. The guy freaking, he's got a, a silver, uh, he's got a silver medal as a Olympic skater. He's a freaking second baseman, and he just scored a goal on his wife. Congrats, bro. <laughs> he's absolutely – he's made it. I mean – He's tearing it up, bro. He's tearing it up. I want to be like Eddie Alvarez when I grow up. Woohoo! Oh, boy. Pete, Rob. You said to me – you said to me – Wait, how do I follow that? I guess – well, I sort of um, – Go on, Pete, told, Pete asked me, like, who's the one player you've been, like, who's uh, really stepped up to the mark during this, the old COVID players and stuff? I thought, oh. Alex is listening to some names here. That's fine. That's nice. Fine. I thought, that's right. He's leaving my one for me. Nah, nah, nah. Eddie Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Christ, the whole story behind it all. Fantastic. And looking at the stats and everything. Again, no one's expecting anything. Make sure you guys check out Brian Gumbel's uh, HBO Sports 
Yeah, check out that documentary on Eddie Alvarez. It's not every day that you guys get to check out Marlins on Primetime Network. Yeah, when was the last time we saw that? 2012 when Ozzy was a freaking manager. Get out of here. <laughs> there you go. Get the HBO fired up. Rob, need to hear from you, buddy. Right, been... How do I follow that? Listen, listen now. So you, you've been sitting there for the last 10 minutes hearing about this, this Marlins miracle that's been going on. Mate, I think I'm going to become a Marlins fan after all this. <laughs> it's about time. Third, <laughs> third appearance on the podcast. You know, you've already had a ring with the Nats. You know, that's been done. Roll over with us, boys. But listen, you know, one thing we need to talk about, mate, is um, you guys started off with a rocky situation as well from a COVID perspective. You know, game one, we're fired up. All the eyes are on the Nats and, and the Yankees. Great, let's, let's have it. Scherzer Cole, let's have it. Next thing is, breaking news, Soto, out. I mean... Exactly, it's like someone put a hose on the whole season from that moment on. It was, oh, it was a killer. Yeah. You know, I was, I was absolutely buzzing for it. I got myself hyped up. Initially, I was thinking, oh, no, I'm not up for this season, I'm up for this season. And we, we built ourselves up, build it up, build it up, build it up. And then all of a sudden, bam, that comes out. And you think, oh... Obviously lost that, uh, lost that first game, uh, done well in the second game, and then lost on the, the Sunday, so they took the series. Um, yeah. And then it's been stop-start from there, because it was due to play you the following weekend, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That was obviously postponed. And it, yeah, it's just been stop-start, stop-start. We had a couple of games washed out. We had a game against the Orioles washed out, a game this week washed out. So, oh, yeah, it's been, it's been tough. Where's the roof? What's that? Where's the roof? <laughs> Get it up. <laughs> Mate, they need that roof. I was looking at the weather tonight, and, yeah, they're saying, like, 90% chance of thunderstorms. We don't want that tonight. Not with the five games this weekend. That's just going to cause absolute pandemonium there. And more than that, whether you guys don't want to – you guys don't want to face Lilo Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, my God, Lilo – yeah, he's still Who, that Sixto guy. I've seen seen bits and pieces about this Sixto. Don't guy. worry about Sixto till you face him. You got to worry about Eliezer Hernandez tonight. <laughs> that slider, yeah. that slider, he's throwing. Oh, Dontre Willis Lovely. loves that slider. Hey, Eliezer oh. Hernandez is Who going doesn't? punch for punch with Pablo Lopez. I know the Marlins have been going through this COVID season and it's been crazy, and everybody's limping to get across the whole season. But Pablo Lopez has been the ace. Everybody's arguing for that. But Eliezer Hernandez has been the number two, punching for punch. With Pablo Lopez to be that number one guy, and what an honor! Because I'm a Venezuelan. I'm like, yo, those are my guys, man. My guys are out there right now representing my country, <laughs> and they going ham. And let's go fish. Y'all ain't ready for that. Juan Soto's the only guy that I'm scared of out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, listen, Rob. You know, you you're off. You're defending World Series champs, so. A, do you even give a shit this year because of what it is? And will it even, you know, in your head, we'd be like, listen, we're still World Series champs, irrespective of this season. This is an asterisk season, so, you know, it doesn't matter. But It is, Pete. You know, but you build yourself up and it's hard when you are like, playing games day in, day out. It's hard not to, not to want to win, you know. You, you mm-hmm. don't want to lose games. And oh, starting the season, I was... Of that, oh, I don't give a shit. I don't care about this season. But you start rolling round, and I get pissed off when I watch them play, and they're not hitting, and the starting rotation are struggling, and I'm thinking, oh my, what is going on? But then I, I do take a step back, and I think, well, 
like you just said, this is an asterisk season. This is like way out there. They're never going to experience this again, hopefully not anyway. So mm-hmm. it, it is, it's going to be completely different. At the moment, I don't give a shit. Give it 10 games and we win eight of them. I'm going to probably start caring again. You know, it's going to be one of those. Well, you won't be winning eight. Down. You won't be winning eight out of ten now. For <laughs> that point, so. <laughs> hey like, Rob, hey Rob, I got a couple questions for you. Go out of this five-game series that the Marlins are about to play, y'all, at home, how many games do you guys expect to take? <sighs> Keep I'm it a thousand. Keep it a thousand with me. I know everybody. Uh, everybody wants to say, "Oh, we're going to sweep the Marlins." Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'd like to take three. I'd be happy with three. Um, but the way things are going, we've got Corbin on the mound tonight. They're going to play Max in a, one of the seven innings games tomorrow. So then we've got Fede and Volf. And then there's Sanchez, who's throwing absolute meatballs at the minute. So, yeah, I'll be well happy with three. Um, whether that's going to happen or not. That's pretty much what I expected. Yeah, that's pretty much what I expected. I expected yeah. Fish go out and get a couple. No, no disrespect. I know we're going to get no, 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 and no, everything. No. But I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's going to take a little bit of ABs and a couple innings for our guys to really get back into the groove of things. And then when they come over to Washington, we're going to hit y'all guys with the bottle over the head. Pop. Sunday. <laughs> Who's it Sunday for the Nats on the mound? Is it? Um, I checked this earlier on. Sunday is the game we'll, we'll win, and we'll win well. And a, yeah, uh, what, I have, what I have, it's not official yet, but what I have right now is that we have Eliezer Hernandez-Lilo, is going to take the ball. We're going to have Sixto uh, Sanchez, Castano, and a Pablo Lopez representing the Miami Marlins. So with all due respect, I feel really good with those guys, those names coming out against the World Series champions who don't have an Anthony Rendon. No, and obviously we had, the, we had the news tonight that uh, Strasbourg, he's got probably have an operation on his hand as well now, which is not good. He's got um, carpal tunnel, is it something? Um, it's affecting the nerves in his hands, so they've just got to shut him down for this season. Get him, get him done. You know, that's, he's done. He's done. He's done for the year. Um, that's a big contract he's on. I'm like, this season's done for him. I'm slightly concerned for how he, how he moves on. I, I don't know this injury. I don't know whether it, it's one that lingers around. The, the way he was shaking his hand scares the scares the crap out of me when he's standing on the mound and he. He's shaking his hand, trying to get loose as if there's something like inside that's really, really bothering him. And that's not good to see. So, obviously, he's gone. Um, Scherzer's max is max. He'll be absolutely fine. Um, Corbin, again, he hasn't been as good as he was last year. Uh, and then Sanchez has been absolute rubbish. Hopefully, he can pick back up. And then we've got the two guys that were f- fighting for the fifth spot who are going to be both – they're both starters now. So, And to be fair, they've both been okay. Freddy and uh, Austin both have both been fine. Um, what about this rookie who's come up, mate, who's basically like a Soto clone seemingly? Yeah, Luis Garcia. Yeah, yeah, it's great to see him. And that was, that was obviously a bit of a – we wasn't expecting to see him this year. That was with um, – oh, what's his name? Sterling Castro. He's, he broke his wrist. Um, and Garcia stepped, stepped up and he's looking good. Yeah, he's looking really good. He homered first game, didn't he? Is that right? Yeah, uh, maybe second game. But, yeah, yeah he homered. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's looking good. He's got some swagger about him and he's got that – attitude of bring it on let's let's go and it's good to see it I was quite excited about seeing um Carl Keyboom this year and yeah he's been he's, he's getting much better with the glove that's that was what our concern was is that he's not going to be ready as a as an actual third baseman we weren't so concerned about his hitting his 
hitting doesn't look that great. His his glove work is really really improving. So yeah. if he can step it up as well, we've got Soto, Kyboom, Luis Garcia, and Robles as well. Everyone forgets about. He's again he's not really stepping up with with the hits, but he's gloved. Man, he's really good really gloved. good. He's got a good glove. A good glove. What's the stolen base count on, on Robles so far? Any idea? Like, oh, I don't think he's got any. I don't think he's got any. any. No, I don't think he's got any. What's he doing? He's got a stop sign on. Is he there or what? You might have to uh, correct me on that. But when I was looking earlier, I'm pretty sure um, he doesn't no have wheel. any. No wheels. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's but, bottom of the order, bottom of the lineup type area, which is where like the Marlins have had that production, the speed production, where, you know, guy on, orders, lineups flipping over and, you know, Get on there on the ninth spot, put the wheels down, get some stolen bags, and get going. Surprise, Robles! Yeah, hasn't... The, to be honest with you, Pete, the bats just haven't got going. No, nope. they just haven't Quiet. got going. At all. No. Um, so I think yeah, they're struggling to get on base. It's picked up the last week, I would say. Um, Trey Turner's starting to play well. Uh, Astrubal Cabrera, I'm telling you, he's a player. He's an underrated player. Venezuela. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm telling you, he is some player. Everybody underrates him, and he does well. He was fantastic for us when he came in last year, um, and this year he's yeah he's right up there. And obviously now we have Soto back, uh, he's getting his swagger on. I was going to say to you, mate, is there is there anyone else? I guess you you maybe answered the question already, but is there an under the radar guy that listen? I don't watch the Nats every day. You watch the most days, I'd say. Who? Who's doing well that we wouldn't know about, I guess, from... Yeah, maybe as Drupal, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's a really, really solid player for us. And he's absolutely crucial for us at the minute. And there was talk of him not being in the starting lineup as um, at third base. It's going to be between him and Kai Boom. And everyone wanted Kai Boom to play. But now, obviously, he's he, the designated hitters there. So, yeah, Cabrera's playing really, really well. And I'm, uh, I'm really impressed. Awesome. Give me a quick bullpen grade as well, mate. Where, where ah, you, you know what? This time last year, our bullpen sucked like, big time. <laughs> um, but this year, we've got, obviously, Doolittle struggling. He's on the aisle. Um, and Hudson isn't as good. He's uh, had, had some flaky starts here and there. But, but Tanner Rainey, he might be one of the, from the last question you asked me, Tanner Rainey, um, he is a good, good reliever. Okay. Uh, there's a guy, Carl Finnegan, who's, who's thrown a few as well, and he looks very good. Um, well, there's a Finnegan uh, bar in Leeds, so that, that there you go. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I if they can get on okay. this new guy, yeah, we've got the new guy from the Astros, Will Harris, who, um, is it Will? yeah, it's Will Harris. He, uh, he went on the IL for, for a few weeks. He's coming back now, so if he, he's apparently very, very good. I saw him during the World Series, and it didn't go so well for him, but he's, he's clearly got some talent. Um, so if he can come in as well, then yeah, the bullpen is the least of our worries at the minute. There you go. I mean, rewind the year, mate. <laughs> All we were talking about in that episode a year ago was, was you bullpen. know who. You know what though? We need to give a shout out to um, what is his name? The reliever that we had last year, Rosenthal. Oh yeah. What a comeback he has had. Where's he, he now? He, he's at Kansas, Kansas City, and he's smashing what? it. He's he was being... terrible last year. Oh, worst reliever in baseball. Word. It, it was, it, I actually felt sorry for him seeing him on the mound last year. Yeah. He looked like a broken man. Hey, yeah. Rod, real quick, I got a question for you. Yeah. You guys are 9-12 and 12 right now. You guys are three games out of first base. 
how is your team feeling right now? Like, at what moment do you guys decide, hey, we got to throw up a flag? It's time to go into panic mode. What if the fish come into Washington right now and just bust y'all in the mouth? No, I think if you if you sweep us, then that's kind of us done. However, with the expanded postseason, us being 9 and 12 at the minute with Soto missing a couple of weeks, him being back now, trying to settle that rotation. Yeah, it's not going to be over. We're, we're going to win. We're going to pick up games. With Corbin, Scherzer, and if Sanchez can pick up, we're going to win plenty of games. And, and yeah, like I say, when there's how many teams are going to be in the postseason? 16 teams in the postseason? I know, but I, I feel what you're saying and everything, but you were just saying that Sanchez was throwing meatballs. Like, well, he man. is at the minute, but he, he is okay. You know, we've seen him. We've, we've seen he can perform. We've seen he, he, was, he was very good for us last year. What are, you, what are your final predictions for the National League East? Who gets into the playoffs? Who doesn't? <laughs> the, the, Phillies are the Phillies are out. The podcast, you're yeah. On. The podcast, you're on. You got to say Washington and not Trump's not going to let you back into the USA. No, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say Washington, I'd say the Nats will, will get into the playoffs. Um, just, just. Braves win it? Don't know. I honestly don't know. It's, it's not been a great division, has it? Let's be honest. No, it's been bang average. My yeah. Opinion. Yeah, my when you look opinion. at the, the Dodgers and the Cubs. Any then, given Sunday, though, any given Sunday, you're saying the National League East is the best division in all of baseball. Correct. If not second. I would say, yeah, I would say on paper, it's, uh, it's the best. But this year, obviously, is isn't being played on paper, is it? No season played on paper. I mean, you can look at it. <laughs> at the end of the day, like, yeah, nobody thought the Marlins were going to win the World Series in 03. You know what I'm saying? Nobody thought the Marlins were going to win the World Series in 2020. So, next subject. Marlins Orioles World Series, huh? No there way. No <laughs> way. Yo, whatever, whatever you're drinking, man, give me your guys, your bartender's number. <laughs> right. Guys, some housekeeping required. There has been a lot of roster moves. So we're just going to have a bit of housekeeping on that debrief on what's happened and pick the bones out of it. Listen, Monte Harrison optioned to the alternate training site. Big. Eddie Alvarez onto the paternity list. Congrats, Eddie. Ryan Levanway, DFA'd. Pat Venditti on the IL. Not sure about how long, whether we'll see him again. Pitched well, actually, in his last... Uh, uh, the, uh, well, the, the game before he, uh, he went down. Uh, recalled, uh, we have Blyer. No, actually, sorry. Recalled Jesus Sanchez up. We've got reinstated Richard Blyer off the IL. Reinstated Alfaro. Reinstated Miguel Rojas. And Sixto Sanchez added to the taxi squad. Not yet on the full 28. But for a doubleheader, you get the extra man. You get up to a 29. Everything's pointing to Sixto being that 29 on Saturday for one of the doubleheader games and, and his MLB debut. Alan, I think the main headline beyond the guys that are back, the main headline for me is Monte Harrison options to the alternate trading site. Just give us your take on Monte, buddy. I don't think that was how I was going to go anyway. Obviously, it's a difficult thing, and I think Alex mentioned it himself on his his pod and stuff like he didn't want him to be Brinson part two, but he's not. 
he's got all the confidence in the world. You can see that, and he's got all the the build, everything about him. But it just hasn't really worked. And like we were saying, with this short season and stuff, you've you got to hit it running. And it's I don't know how they can do it. At what point does the management team go? That's enough for now. Okay, you've had a taste. Go back, work on something. Come back, because they could probably have more time away from it to work on different things, and you know, then right up you come again. I don't think that's that's not even gone for long. There'll be so many movements. I reckon it'll, it'll be yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you know, we look at Monte. In summary, flashed in very small doses, hit a big, big, a big nuts home run too at a real crucial stage, which was awesome. A sneaky oppo with the boppo, I must say. So that. That was sweet. But, you know, let's be honest there. Strikeouts were a big, big How problem. Strikes were there? Yeah. Big, big listen, problem. Listen, Alan, listen. I'm a big Monte Harrison fan. Like, people that follow me know that I was talking about this on my YouTube channel. And, like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, Monte, they gave him advice when he got to the major league level. They told him, hey, get, like, get, get rid of the, the, the drop kick. He's doing the low high drop. He's raising his leg. He's trying to catch up to the fastball. And he's doing too much at the plate. At the end of the day, he's doing this movement. He looks like Gary Sheffield. He's got the leg going up and down. He can't decide what he's trying to do. Monte, I'm a big fan of you. Listen, when he said that he had his first home run, it was when, uh, when his grandmother passed away. It was a grandmother that passed away. It was her birthday. So, Monte, yo, every day, just think about it. it's your grandma's birthday, bro, and just hit a go yard every day. But listen, listen to what the Marlins – Hitting coach is telling you, like, if he's telling you, hey, get rid of the, le- the, 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 leg, the leg kick, get rid of it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Marlins are trying to look out for you. And at the end of the day, like, Monte Harrison, he's a good player and everything, but we expect the best out of you. But when we said, when we said, when we said the Lewis Brinson 2.0, we weren't trying to disrespect him. I was just saying what I was refer- referencing to was that people are talking about Cameron Mabin. And when Cameron Mabin was here, they were saying, oh, Lewis Brinson is going to be a Cameron Mabin 2.0. And I've heard a few people say nowadays that Monte is going to be a Lewis Brinson 2.0. And I think it's way too early for people to judge that. Monte is a super talented guy. Like, he did a hell of a job on his first game. He, he did a web gem. He hit a home run already. Like, yeah, he's late on fastball. Nobody's perfect when he gets to the big leagues. He's going to make adjustments. But it's not a regular season. Like, ladies and gentlemen, you guys got to think about this shit. Like, it's not a regular season. Like, at the end of the day, people have to sit here and think, yo, you got to make adjustments. But how many adjustments can you make when it's a 60-game season and we're in game 21? You reckon that the coaching staff will play it differently this time? I mean, they – You reckon they've learned from their mistakes and gone, hold on, we need to play this a bit different and then – but, I mean, look at the coaching staff. Shout out to, to James Rawson. James Rawson has told these guys, yo, look for something and freaking go yard. Hey, Suze Aguilar is looking for something. He's going yard. Brian Anderson is looking for something. He's going yard. Don't just judge off the Marlins off Jonathan Villar. Yeah, Jonathan Villar is a roller coaster. He's up and down. He's up and down. He's up and down. Also, he's going to 3-0. But people aren't complaining when he hits a home run and he steals a base. Like, come on, guys. It's up and down. Come on. At the end of the day, you guys weren't complaining when Giancarlo was swinging in the midst at that slider on the outside corner. Everybody and their mama was going, hey, it's coming, it's coming. It's slider on the outside corner. Don't swing, Giancarlo. But here it comes, Giancarlo. Swinging a miss, strike three. Come on, dog. Everybody knows it. It's a roller coaster. 
you take the wins and the losses with players like Jonathan Villar. Alex, give me give me a take on two guys. Lewin Diaz and Jesus Sanchez. Give me the rundown. Man, Lewin Diaz is so exciting to see. I said it earlier, he was like a left-handed Derek Lee. And if anybody saw Derek Lee back in the day, you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. This is a guy that's got some pop. He's got a freaking, he knows how to a slick fielding first baseman. And he's good, bro. He's a, he's a gold, gold glove caliber first baseman. Jesus Sanchez, Jesus Sanchez, I'm so glad. Welcome to the Marlins, the Rays. You guys slept on him. Trevor Richards, good luck, my dude. Like, you, you really got us, Jesus. But at the end of the day, Jesus Sanchez needs to come over here and show that he's worth it. And no better opportunity right now than this 2020 COVID season when we've got a DH hitter, Jesus Sanchez. Like, it's, it's, it's interesting because he's going to make his debut in the outfield. And like, if you look at the Marlins outfield, more than the Marlins starting pitching, we got a surplus of outfield hitters, outfield defense guys, like everywhere you look up and down. Like, talk to me about J.J. Bloday. You talk to me about Monte Harrison. You talk to me about Magnaria Sierra. Nobody's talking about Mags. He's bringing back the freaking butt, baby. He look like Juan Pierre out there. He's, dro he's dropping the butt. Oh, we're doing the shit? Drop the butt, Mags. Go out there and get you a fucking double on a butt. Yeah. Right, let's get that trending, guys. We need a hashtag, drop the bunt. That's what we need. We'll get that trending for Alex Contreras well. here. I could, I mean, Witsy, coming back to you on that one. Mag Sierra, mate. I mean, going into the season, a lot of, a lot of negativity. Why is Mag's on the roster? Why is he making the roster? Da, da, da. Next thing is Marlin's Twitter is going bananas going. Why is Mag's not playing every day? What are you saying about Mag's, Witsy? It's the speed, isn't it? The speed's speed. exciting. And with that, it puts the, the thought of the opposition's mind, isn't it? Oh, crap, got someone on board here. He's going to go. He's going to go. Is he not? You know, it's, obviously he had his troubles last year. Obviously people were questioning it because, well, they're probably right to do so because, you know, the hits weren't there. He wasn't getting on, on base enough to show what he could do. Although it was few and far between. He, he never had enough away. at bats, so He never had enough at bats, Alan. It's, How you judge a guy if he never had enough at bats? I'm sorry to cut you off, man, but it's no, just that's, uh, that's, that's it's a right. sentiment. You feel me? But it's the same around as like this year and stuff with like Monte and all, all the other players and stuff like not having as many as as bats because the short the season's shorter and stuff like how much year you know it, he'll be all right. He's obviously gone away, worked on something, and he's twigged. He he must have done something himself. He's put the he's put the graft in to make it work for himself. I feel, like, I feel like fan, I feel like fan expectations are up because people are tired of fucking losing. Jeffrey Loria is the guy that we got to blame because every single time that we lost is because Jeffrey Loria. He built expectations. Don't invest into a player. Don't invest into a player. Don't invest into a player. And the one player or the two players that he invested on, he showed us, damn, we shouldn't invest in those players. You shouldn't listen to those motherfuckers. And at the end of the day, look at us, yo. Look, we don't need a John Carlo. We don't need a Yelich. Like, we don't need a Real Muto. Look at us now. Look at all those guys that we let go. People were talking shit. Oh, we're two players away. Look at us, bro. We're good as shit right now. A lot of teams in Major League Baseball wish they had the pitching, including the Washington Nationals. Rob, thanks, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs>
See, that's Rob, the thing perfect. about being a Marlins fan. In a, in a way, it's like you don't. Ex- I don't really expect a lot. You know, I'm quite pessimist in life and stuff. Like you know, it's like, yeah, it's if it happens. Yeah. Oh, well, that might not happen. But if something good happens, Christ is good, and you enjoy it, and you bloody keep on enjoying it. That's what Marlins fans like. You don't really expect anything to happen. You obviously got the prospects. Like, yeah, it might do. It might do. If it doesn't, yeah. But you sort of, if it does, oh yeah. You're right on board with it. You, man. Every, every, single season, every single season, I'm expecting my fish to fucking go ham and try to go in there. I'm not expecting them to win the division, but I'm expecting them to go in there and win a wild card. And if the fish win the wild card, we can win it all. There you go. Rob Langley, you've been sitting back listening to this. I mean... Thanks for coming, Rob. Thanks for coming, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, honestly, I love the enthusiasm. I'm telling you, I absolutely love the enthusiasm. I don't think I've ever met anyone so positive in all my life. What what are you you thinking now after you've heard this? This is... Oh, Marley's are going to win it all. That's it. (laughs) Yeah! Put it on Twitter. Put it on Twitter. We got to get him a Marley's hat. Rob Langley. (laughs) Well, you know yeah. what? Marley win tonight. Fuck the Nationals. <laughs> uh, I love the enthusiasm. It's great. It's great. Love it. Oh boy, this has been. This has I'm been. I'm telling you, these players need to step up. If these players, if you get swept this weekend, Alex, I'm telling you, you won't be able to come on this podcast again. <laughs> hey, hey! If we get swept, well, damn. Congrats. You should have fucking swept us. <laughs> we got nothing but backups, dog. What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, our star players is just getting back different. right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, don't sleep on the... Yo, the Washington Nationals would wish that they had the starting pitching, that they had the pitching that the Miami Marlins have. And y'all can keep Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Guys... I think there's only one way to end this and it's going to be a series predictions. I think we've kind of already had Rob. So Rob, I think you were three and two with your line in the sand, right? Three and two. Yeah, I'll go three and two. Yeah. Do you need to adjust that now you've heard what you've heard based on, you know. What, five nil Marlins? Well, you know, you can. Uh, I've got three two nets. Three two. Good. Alan Witts, predictions for the series, buddy. You know, I know I said I'm a pessimist, but... I don't know, it's a bit harsh going, going too bad, isn't it, really? And I don't want to take what Rob's gone for. Oh, yeah, 3-2 win. Go on. For the Marlins? Yeah, why Yes, not? boy! Hey, Rojas is back. The clubhouse gets a lift. Alfaro's back. The clubhouse gets a lift. And that just it will breed. It will spread across. Well, that Six was double in the house. house. Something good that will spread. And then, yeah, in the clubhouse. And then you watch 3-2. 3-2. Absolutely. Alex, give it to me, buddy. How many listen, wins? How many wins are the Marlins getting this week? Listen, man. Before I got onto this podcast, I said the Fish were going to lose the series two to three. Coincidentally, what Rob said, you know what I'm saying. But if that happens, man, we got to turn it up. We got to do a little bet, a little side bet. I feel like we should do a little bet on the side of like, and my Fish end up beating the Washington Nationals. I think. Rob should consider shaving off his beard. And if the Nats beat my Marlins, I'll shave off this whole thing. What's up, dog? We're trying to do. Oh, my days. What's up, dog? We're trying to do. That's how I believe in Miami Marlins. Hold on a minute. 
we're gonna have to have to, have to take a picture here of the, the growth on both sides. So let me. You don't want no beef. You don't want no beef. He's trying to cut it before we record it. <laughs> that's been that's been taken. That's gonna go up. That's gonna be posted. We've got we've got Rob's beautiful beard. Beautiful beard. Hold on. Hold hey. on. I haven't accepted. I haven't accepted. He hasn't accepted. What's up? Are you trying to accept it? You're not trying to accept it. Eat your own. Jose, what you trying to think? Look at him, bro. Get out of here with that Anthony Rendon shit. You want me to get you an angel's hat? I'll send it to you. <laughs> Let's go, Marlins. Hey, side note, somebody told me at Publix the other day, they were like, yo, are you Brian Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, BA is in the house. Oh, my days. Pay BA. Pay BA. Pay BA. Yeah, give him a little. You see this? You see this little emblem, the Florida emblem? Give him a freaking the C emblem, the captain emblem. It's about time, bro. Derek Jeter know what I'm talking about. He came from the Yankees. It's about time. We he knows. We that freaking Marlin captain. Love it. Wow. What an episode. Rob has not responded yet, so we'll, we'll, let, him, we'll let him kind of ponder on that one. There's, but... there's a lot of hey. conversation needs to go on with this. Yeah, man, I'll send you, you know what I'm saying? If you want me to send you some diapers overnight, I can. <laughs> you might I need to send me a new wife as well. I don't have to. I don't really have to think about it, dog. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Howe, when it's gone, mate, trust me. I, because someone who can't grow it very well, <laughs> I, would, I would look after it as long as you bloody well can. Look, listen, man. If you want, we can donate that shit to Alec, and Alec can decide where he wants to put it. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, right, guys. I think we're just about out of time. That was that was wild. That was exactly what I expected it to be. And the good news is, if I quickly edit, put this out in about a minute, it will just be about enough time before the first pitch. So everyone can take it in and enjoy this as a real build-up. So. Let's go, Marlins. I'm exhausted. Yeah, but... Yo, Rob, y'all ain't ready, bro. Y'all about to get fucked up. <laughs> Let's go, Lilo. Lilo Hernandez, baby. Y'all about to learn who that is. There we go. By the, by the time we finish whooping y'all, freaking Juan Soto's going to be like, yo, I need to be a Marlin. <laughs> Sign us out, Pete. Sign us out. Take it easy, fellas. Boys, fun Great episode. Pleasure. Rob Absolute Langley, pleasure. Alan Witts, Alex Contreras, all in the house. A lot of fun, boys. Episode 58 in the books. Oh, go fish. Go fish.